Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. I have Hannah Wadade with Bellaquis on the show with me today. Hannah, I probably mispronounced it, didn't I? Yes, but it's okay. I will tell them how, the, how you really say it. Bill Keys. Bill Keys. All right. Hannah, I've, I've tasted this. It's amazing. And I want you to give the, the origin, how you got into this, and what you're doing with the company now. Okay. Thank you. So this is called Bilkis. It's an Ethiopian honey wine, and it's made with honey, hops, and water. So that's the, um, the taste profile of the wine, I would say. But as far as the story, it's known as the oldest alcoholic beverage known to man, and it's the actual wine that the Queen of Sheba took with her to see King Solomon. So there are two things that make this wine so special, because there's just so many products out there, whether they're alcoholic beverages, non-alcoholic beverages. With this wine, what makes it unique is that it has an actual story behind it. So the Queen of Sheba went on this long trek to see King Solomon of Israel, and they fell in love and had a child together, who was the first king of Ethiopia. So you can find the story in the Old Testament, the songs of Solomon were saying about her after they had met. So, so it also has a religious uh, background to it as as well um, but as far as the taste profile it has honey hops and water and it pairs well with spicy food so mexican indian thai it also makes a really good cocktail okay and mm-hmm. uh, now with your company what are you doing with the company how are you are you planning on growing it what are the some of the attributes that people can can look to with the company because there may be people that want to uh, you know, either invest with you or buy it or something of that nature. I mean, you're a, you're a business person and, mm-hmm. and you're developing your business. I want to know more about it. Um, I do not have a business background. Uh, by trade, I'm a dentist. So this was kind of a passion project. Um, I learned everything as I went. Um, made a lot of mistakes along the way, but you learn as you go. So um, as far as where it's at now, just to back up a little bit, I worked with a winery in West Texas, and they're the ones who fabricated the wine. So even though it's an Ethiopian wine, it's considered a Texas product because it was made on U.S. soil. Um, I procured all the bottling materials. Um, I taught them how to make the wine just right. So as far as on the front end, everything has been done to to perfection, in, in my opinion. We did everything we could, my business partner and I. Um, we worked with a really good marketing team in Dallas, and they're the ones who created this beautiful bottle design. Um, and then I found a distributor in, in Texas and by Houston, and they're the ones who have introduced my product to the market. So now I'm all over the state of Texas, and I'm also um, available in 40 states across the U.S. Brilliant. From, from a dream to a reality. Right, right. Okay, you face some hurdles because you know, you're working in your day job as a dentist, right? and then building this passion project up to where it is now, now it's all over the country. Right. Tell me what were some of the challenges that you were able to overcome 
and how you, because there's other entrepreneurs that are going to get inspired by your story and some of the, some of the way that what you did to overcome some of the challenges and what were the challenges? So one in particular was I was biased or I am still biased. I think this is a stellar product. I think it's the best out there. But I assumed by creating a beautiful packaging, beautiful story, beautiful wine, that that was the recipe for success. That That's all you need to do. I didn't know that once we created this product, my partner and I, that that was just the beginning of, of several more challenges, meaning introducing the product to the market. I didn't realize how hard that was and what obstacles I had to struggle with, meaning, or for example, a lot of distributors didn't take me right off the bat. They liked the fact that it was a new product and it was different, but they didn't like the fact that no one knew about it because what guarantee do they have that it's going to sell? Mm-hmm. So it's like when you get a new job, when you're fresh, fresh out of school and they want to look at your resume, but you don't have one. But you tell them, hey, you know, I've worked really hard in school. I did everything I need. So it's almost like chicken egg. Exactly. Got it. So I had to convince a distributor to take me. And the only reason they took me is because I got picked up by Specs, And Specs took a huge gamble on me. And I went from initially having seven stores to now triple the locations with um, plans to put me all over the state of Texas. But it was just hard work. There's really no secret to it. You just stayed, I should say, attached to your dream and you kept your determination moving forward. Right, correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Being an entrepreneur, were you ever engaged by people that that were biased towards um, a male doing business with them versus female did you have any pushback by being um, a woman in the liquor business in the liquor industry was there any of that going on a lot of it because it's it's male dominated in general but specifically the alcohol industry it is and it's almost like high school i learned i learned that lesson it's all about who likes who who has a really good relationship like networking is is key Um, with my background in dentistry it's really networking helps but it's not so much networking that gets you the job it's your your license so I had to learn to make connections with people um, first on a business level and then also personal, almost personal, really, because they, they want to like you. If they like you, then they're going to like your product. So just be yourself. Was that a natural thing for you or was it something that you really had to pull from within to, to make yourself more gregarious, more outgoing to meet with people? Absolutely. I'm an introvert. So dentistry works for me because I don't really talk to the patient. They have their mouth open and I do what I need to do and get the work done. You have to engage. You cannot be an introvert. You, you have to um, be confident and you first and foremost, you have to believe in yourself because no one else will. Right. Now, with this company, when you started it, did you have some type of end game in mind of where you wanted to end up? with when you started it when you were teaching the distillery how to make the wine the end game from my partner and i um was to create this beautiful product and we know that we don't have the the capital or the um, skill set to sell the wine where she has her mba she's an hr consultant and i'm a dentist so we thought if we created something beautiful and did our due diligence and hopefully we could pass the baton to someone else, a larger entity, 
that can provide the capital and the resources. So, so you, you knew at, at some point in the growth of your company, you're going to need to have a strategic partner to help take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Doing it by myself is, is, not, is not feasible because we see the product going global. Um, just by ourselves, we got it all over the state of Texas. I have no concerns and no doubt that it can grow even more than that. Okay. Um, growth in um, a scalable fashion. Do you have any aspirations for growing the company that maybe there would be demand for it in Africa? Because that's where Ethiopia is, you know, and, and in Asia. Tell me about those thoughts that may have crossed your mind. I've tried tapping into the, the Asian market because for my research, they love US products. Mm -hmm. So I've started communications with them. Um, Africa, I've started communications with South, South Africa, mm -hmm. actually, and I've made some movement, um, something I'd like to definitely do in the future. Okay. All right. Is there any other words of wisdom you might have for young entrepreneurs coming up who, who can take an example of what you've done and follow in your footsteps to be able to take an idea, get it to the point where it's actually a manifestation of a physical event and a device that can lead, lead them on the path to fulfillment like you've done with yourself? Thank you. Um, I would say never let fear get in the way. There's... You're, there's always going to be doubt and fear, and, and that's okay. That's normal. That's just part of the process. If you can find something that you have a passion and that you believe in, n nothing will get in its way. Thanks for being a guest, Anna. Thank you You're for welcome. having me. All right, you've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.